Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And you are tuned into Calvary Live. I want to welcome you to today's edition as we are here to take your questions and your prayer requests. I have the privilege to host on Mondays and on Tuesdays. My name is Jeff Figgs. I Pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado, and I'm blessed to be with you once again on this cold Monday here in Colorado, and we want you to call in and and ask questions, or if you want to share what the Lord has been doing in your life uh, during this time of uh, all of us have been uh, in where our lives have changed in so many different ways in every way. Uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic, and we want to hear from you. We want to encourage you. Maybe perhaps you got a word of encouragement to give to others, and uh, this is the day after is uh, I give a date uh, here for those of you listening on Grace FM, the day after Resurrection Sunday, and so we have so much to be thankful for, and we have the Lord, and the church is still to be a voice, and the Lord is still on the throne, and we have his promises. And so we want to get together in this next hour, and we want to uh, just bless uh, everyone who's listening with our conversation. Go to the Word of God for truth and comfort. I want to pray for you. So you just heard the call-in number is 303-690-3000, and we have open lines. So grab one of those open lines. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the Lord. Let's talk about his Word uh, let's go to the scriptures uh, because we have the answers. And right now, a lot of people don't have answers. There's a lot of uncertainty. And that's one of the things that we've always known as Christians, that we do have the answers, that God has a glorious plan that is unfolding before us, even though it seems like it's dark, even though it seems like you know, it, it's uncertain to, or it, it seems hopeless, it's not. And I'm reminded of of the resurrection story as we were uh, looking at it yesterday in our live stream service in John's Gospel, chapter 20, that when Mary Magdalene came to the tomb while it was very early, while it was still dark, is what John writes, inspired by the Spirit of God. And as I reminded us that we need to keep coming to the empty tomb in these dark times to be reminded that he is alive. He's risen from the grave. He's still on the throne, and he has a wonderful, wonderful plan for us that's going to unfold. It's so glorious. So we invite you to call us at 303-690-3000. I know that it's Monday. I know that perhaps uh, all of us are out of routines, and but uh, maybe it's time to start a new routine and uh, of calling in if you've never done that. And we'd love for you to be able to to call in and let's talk about the things of the Lord. 
not only do I want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners in Colorado along the Front Range and up into southern Wyoming, but I want to welcome the Truth and Hope FM listeners on the East Coast as you're tuned in uh, to Calvary Live. Uh, the program that you're hearing on those uh, uh, Christian stations are a week delayed. Uh, but maybe you're on the East Coast, and maybe you're listening online, uh, maybe from your smartphone or your tablet or the Grace FM website that you're listening to. Uh, we got listeners from all over the country, from Southern California and Northern California and Louisiana and uh, from Texas and Kansas and uh, also up in the upper Midwest. And uh, we are so glad that you're tuned in to Calvary Live in Washington as well. We've got listeners that uh, are listening on the website uh, from different parts of the world, from South Africa, and we're praying for you guys in South Africa. I've learned that you guys are under military lockdown right now, really martial law, and you can't go anywhere. So this pandemic has really affected uh, the whole world. And, and there are a few events that happen in the history of mankind that actually affect the whole world like this does. We know we had a couple of world wars in the previous century, uh, World War One and World War Two. We've had uh, in 1918, uh, we had this um, the uh, Spanish flu that that killed 50 million people. Uh, we had the plague that uh, uh, was the Black Plague uh, many centuries ago. Uh, that ravaged the world. And and so um, this is something that we're looking at. And as we uh, are in the midst of this and the uncertainty, we have the Lord who is our certainty. We have his promises that are our certainty. And the Lord desires to strengthen us and to bless us in every way. So give me a call at 303-690-3000. We want to pray for you. I know that some of you, you need prayer. And we still got here in Colorado another couple weeks of this stay-at-home order, and this is where it gets hard, and especially when it's cold and more cold is coming, and uh, and uh, there's nowhere really to go but the grocery store and other places. But uh, we want to encourage you, and we want to be a voice of of truth and comfort to you. So 303-690-3000. There is a text line, too, and that text line is 720-336-0897, where you can text in a question and uh, give a prayer request, and we'll go to the dedicated text line. Be careful as you're texting. And uh, we uh, want to remind you that no one answers that line, um, and you just uh, send in a text, and we'll respond to it. But uh, we just want to uh, bless you in every way that we can. So give me a call, 303-690-3000. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know that you're well. Love to hear your voice uh, as uh, we continue with the show. So we got a couple open lines. Let's go to Brock, who's calling from Southern California. Hi, Brock. How are you? Uh, blessed in Jesus. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, kind of a praise report with just, I mean, it wasn't, I, I'll choose to give the praise and glory to God. I was talking with a friend the other day, um, before listening to Pastor Ed, and I just happened to be talking about, you know, Easter and the resurrection, and, um, you know, one of the things I was like, well, yeah, I mean, Jesus, you know, he uh, he called Lazarus forth, you know what I mean? And that's just what I went to that morning. I was just like, I mean, you know, that God is 
um, able to do anything, right? But that he's willing, right? I mean, that's that's the key. And and so then I, I turn on and I'm listening to Pastor Ed, and I was just so encouraged <laughs> after that. Good. You know, after it the is. exact um, what he was using. You know, anyway, um, my my question has to do with something I read online, and I know we got to be careful. Um, it had to do with Second Thessalonians one eight, and uh, I don't have it immediately in front of me. Um, but the idea is, you know, there's uh, taking flaming fire and vengeance on those who obey not the gospel, you know, of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. So um, that person had a. I, I mean, I, I read a couple different views, but um, for obedience, um, he was saying that the the idea carried um, a full and complete surrender. Um, and then he pointed to Jesus Christ. I just um, was wondering if that if that's accurate and lines up with the rest of the Bible. Well, I think it's pretty obvious when you read it, and I'm going to read it, Brock, for the sake of our listeners, that uh, he says um, that, and to give you who are troubled rest when with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels and flaming fire taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in context, obviously, as we're looking at this, it's talking about the coming day of judgment uh, that's going to take place. The Lord's going to come back. Um, he is going to judge the nations. He's going to establish his kingdom um, when he's revealed from heaven uh, with his mighty angels. He's going to come in great power and glory. That's what Jesus says uh, in the Olivet Discourse. Matter of fact, on Wednesday nights here in Greeley, I'm going to be doing a prophecy update, and we're going to be looking at that text. But as we look at it in flame and fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, um, it's speaking of the judgment is going to come to those who do not know the Lord, who have not accepted uh, the uh, gospel. And, and we know that judgment is very, very real and is very, very serious, and it is eternal. Um, so I think that that's really what the context of what it is saying here. Um, when he says, do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, in total obedience, what does total obedience mean um, when they say that? Uh, what's the context of that? Does that mean you have to walk in total obedience and sinless perfection in order to escape judgment? No, we're, we are forgiven um, by the blood of Jesus Christ. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We know that John writes in his epistle. So, you know, we do, we are called to walk in obedience, right, Brock? You still there? Uh, Brock, yeah, I, you were, I don't, I don't know if it's. I didn't move. I didn't do anything. So, are you oh, able to hear me? <laughs> I am. I I can hear you. But okay. Yeah, but the thing thing is, we are called to obedience. But perfect obedience. I I'll speak for myself. I wish I could say I, I walk in perfect obedience, but I don't. But I do have the assurance that. I have the blood of Jesus Christ that has brought forgiveness to me, that um, that I belong to Him, and that the Lord's going to see me through. And He's and having this 
confident that he has begun a good work in me will bring it to completion, especially in the day of Christ Jesus. So um, I, I think that um, there's an emphasis on the obedience part, which is um, you got to be careful because you begin to cross that line of that you're saved by your performance and by your works. Right. I, I think the, the idea was more or less the the wholehearted, you know, surrender, uh, maybe godly yeah. sorrow producing true repentance and right. and a heart that loves Christ. Um, and so I, you know, it's just, a, it, you know, it's kind of like a, not a dual-edged sword, but it's just like an encouragement, you know what I mean, for right. maybe those. Like, I've, I've heard it. I grew up in a Church of Christ. Um, I don't know if anyone else uses it, but... Uh, they kind of use obey the gospel to get a point across in, you know, getting in the water or achieving some other thing. And it's like, okay, well, you know, what is a heartfelt obedience and surrender to God look like? Um, Jesus said, if we love him, we keep his commands to love one another. And so it's faith working through love. Um, But yeah, I was blessed by your answer. Thank you so much. You bet, Brock. God bless you, and you guys take care there in California. All right. God bless you, too. All right. You bet, Brock. God bless you. 303-690-3000. Here's the thing, that we are called to obedience. We are called um, to be holy because he is holy, and that's what the Scripture tells us. And I think that Brock said something, obedience through love, and that's the real key. Paul said in the book of Romans, that you can sum up the law in one word, and that is love. And as you're loving the Lord, you're going to have a desire to want to walk in obedience. But um, it's not a performance-based uh, faith that that it determines whether we're saved or not. It is faith alone that saves us. And as we're walking in that love, then we're going to walk in obedience, and we want to be surrendered to the Lord. We want to be committed to the Lord. That's what he's called us to uh, I, I think that uh, this, uh, when there's an emphasis on live any way that you want to, and the Lord just loves you, and sloppy agape, and all these other things, that's not the scriptures. And we know that, as James says, that I will show you my faith by my works. That is, it's a living faith, and it's a real faith that's being worked out in our lives and in our hearts. So uh, we're saved by faith alone. We need to always remember that. And uh, it isn't because we got baptized. It isn't because I go to church or read my Bible uh, every day or I pray a certain amount of time. It is because of faith in Jesus Christ and what he has done for me on the cross. And he rose again, and we have a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And now as I live in that faith, I walk by faith. And as I walk by faith, living in this love, um, that we're going to have a desire in our hearts to walk in that obedience for him. I, I don't want to hurt the Lord. I, I love the Lord. And we want to be ones that as we're surrendered to him, it's like, Lord, I want to be completely surrendered to you. I wish I could say that every day, every hour, uh, but there are times where I fail in my weaknesses, and we need to remember that there's no condemnation now for those who are in Christ Jesus. That word now means right now, today, and that we are forgiven people and If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. We can rejoice in that. But as we continue to walk with him, uh, I'm so grateful for his forgiveness and his grace that is in my life. And 
and I can just keep walking in his love. Hey, give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the number to call and love to talk to you, answer your questions and let me know that you're there uh, here uh, on this uh, afternoon. Uh, we welcome everybody who's listening. Just want to welcome uh, again all the online listeners. I want to encourage you uh, that if you are new to Calvary Live, that you would, uh, first of all, put the call-in number and the text number in your contact so you can just call up whenever you wanted to. And then also just wanted to um, let you know that um, that um, download the Grace FM app. You can do it on your smartphones, on your tablets. Great, great resource because not only do you get to listen to Calvary Live, but you also get to listen to great Bible teaching 24-7 uh, all through the week, and you'll be tremendously blessed. And how we need that, we need to be strengthened in the Word of God. We need to uh, to uh, be one that is, um, you know, growing in the Word of God, being comforted by the Word of God, being guided by the Word of God in every way. We need that, especially in the day in which we're in. Uh, there's someone who wanted to know the passage that I preached on on Easter, and I was preaching on. Uh, Psalm 16, Psalm 16, and I'll read it to you, because David, a thousand years before the resurrection, David, it's interesting when you, you think about David, David was a mighty king. He was the greatest king that Israel ever had. He was a great warrior. He was one that took down giants and defeated giants. He was a great administrator. He was a great psalmist, as 150 psalms in our Bible, he wrote half of them at least, and he just um, was this called the sweet psalmist of Israel. And then also we know that David uh, was one that was a prophet. And he, in his psalms, would prophesy. And he does that in Psalm 16 and Psalm 22. In Psalm 22, he speaks about uh, in the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, doesn't he? And it's amazing, the things that Jesus was thinking, what he was going through on the cross, uh, as we look at it, the events that were taking place around the cross. As uh, David writes in Psalm 22, they have pierced my hands and my feet. That Well, that's exactly what happened. And we know that uh, Jesus... Um, crucifixion didn't come till hundreds of years after David wrote that. Uh, he says that all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me, and, and my strength is dried up like a posture. My tongue clings to my jaws, and you have brought me to the dusk of death. And so all these things that are absolutely amazing, speaking of the crucifixion of Jesus, and then in Psalm 16, David writes about the resurrection of Jesus. And in that, uh, he says, Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices, and my flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol, uh, in the abode of the dead is what it means, and you will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. Speaking of Jesus, you will show me the path of life, in your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures evermore. So I tied that in with John chapter 20 as Mary Magdalene came to the tomb uh, on that first uh, day of the week after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. We know that Luke's narrative tells us that she would come with certain other women, um, Mary, the uh, other Mary and, and Salome and Joanna, and they came 
to finish applying the burial spices on the body of Jesus. But David, as he's writing here about the resurrection, we know that it's a reference to Jesus because Peter says so in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost as he's preaching to the multitude. And then also Paul makes reference to it in Acts chapter 13 that that's what David was writing about, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, a fulfillment of the resurrection of Jesus. So that was the text that we were in. But one of the things that as we uh, know that as Christians, the tomb is empty. And as we come to that tomb in the dark times, just as Mary did in those women, that we know that we have that living hope that comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We know that he's on the throne that he has a glorious plan for us, that we have the promise of heaven. And one of the things that David, the man after God's own heart, he says that you will show me the path of life and in your presence is fullness of joy. And I think for us that, as I've reminded my congregation, that we need joy, don't we? Uh, Some of the popular, um, you know, TV evangelists or teachers in the church have spoken about God wants you to be happy. He just wants you to be happy. And I'm all for happiness. I have nothing against happiness. But here's the thing, that happiness is dependent upon circumstances. And the Lord desires for us to have something that is much richer, much deeper, and that is joy. And joy is just that confidence and that assurance and that peace and and that calm that Lord that you're in control and you love me and I can trust in you and I can rest in your love and I can stand on your promises that you're my stability, you're my strength, you're my protector, my refuge, you're everything that I need. And that's what he wants to put in our hearts even during this time. And I think that all of us that are listening, we want joy, don't we? And so it's in your presence, Lord, is fullness of joy. Stay close to the Lord. We as Christians more than ever need to stay close to the Lord. We need to to be praying, uh, reading our Bibles, just calling out to him. And I know it's hard sometimes, and it's hard to be motivated. But there is always hope in the Lord. And the Lord desires for us to understand this, that in your presence, Lord, is, is fullness of joy. And not just joy, but a fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You know, one of the things that perhaps some of you are discovering is that some of the pleasures that we enjoy doing, just, you know, enjoy getting outside. I enjoy getting up in the mountains this time of year. It's been hard, and, uh, you know, we're isolated. And the things that you enjoy doing, you're maybe not able to do. But if you want to really have pleasures, we know that it's not found in the world, is it? That it is found and being close to the Lord. At your right hand, it means a a closeness. That's what it means. It's a picture of, you've heard of the phrase, my right-hand man, uh, my right-hand person. It it means that there's a closeness, that there's a dependency upon it. And for us to discover during this time and during this pause right now, where a lot of us are at home, and a lot of us uh, are, uh, I think all of us, out of our routines, and we wonder when is it going to end. Take the time uh, to discover 
that the real pleasures and the best pleasures are found in staying close to the Lord. And I just want to encourage you in that. So, Keith, um, know that I was teaching out of Psalm 16 and also uh, out of uh, John chapter 20 that Jesus Christ has risen from the grave. He's not here. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Uh, why are you seeking the living one among the dead ones is what the angel was saying as you look at Luke's gospel. And uh, he's not here. He is risen. He's alive, and we believe in a risen Savior. Give me a call, 303-690-3000, and the text line is 720-336-0897. Love for you to text in a prayer request or ask a question. I know that um, some of you, you need prayer. You could use prayer, and we want to provide that for you. We want to just encourage you in any way that we can. Um, We are, as I've said, going to continue with our live stream services, as most churches are. Uh, Wednesday night, we have a special teaching that I'm going to be doing at Calvary Chapel Greeley. And you can listen to this teaching on calvarychapelgreeley.org or on our Facebook page. I'm going to be doing a prophecy update. And I I want to uh, do that prophecy update because a lot of people are wondering, and perhaps you're ministering to people that are asking what we're going through, this COVID-19. First of all, does the Bible speak of it? Does the Bible speak of the days in which we are in? And the Bible has a lot to say about the things that are before us. And the Bible has a lot to say about the future uh, that uh, is ahead of us. And as I've already mentioned, that we Christians, we have a glorious future ahead of us. But Jesus did speak about the signs, the birth pangs, which includes the things that we see it before us uh, that we have seen uh, even as we've entered into 2020. And so we're going to talk about those things. And then also, as Jesus said, when you begin to see these things come to pass, look up and rejoice for your redemption draws near. And for me, as I was preparing for this message, it really encouraged me that, yes, Lord, you do have a wonderful, glorious plan that is ahead for us, and you're still on the throne, and we still have ministry to do, and you're still working. You haven't abandoned us, uh, and you want to work. And so uh, it's a it's a message I think is going to be a great encouragement and the things that we see going on around us, the Bible speaks of these things. And I think that more people are open to listening to, to what does the Bible have to say about the last days? What does the Bible have to say about signs that leads to the end of the age? And we're able to look at the Bible and to understand what the Scripture has to say and that we can minister to others. I think that it's a powerful evangelistic tool, and it equips us to be able to minister to others as well. And so I want to encourage you that uh, you can watch on live stream, uh, uh, org, and I'd love for you um, that, that um, you know, that for you to tune in and watch and be blessed and then be able to minister to others because people are wondering. And I I think it's important for us to look at Scripture 
of the blessed hope that is before us. So I hope you can join us for that. I know you'll be tremendously blessed. And then also on Sundays, uh, I've been doing a series on comfort from the Psalms. I think if you go on our website and you listen to those teachings, that you'll be greatly comforted by God's Word. As we looked at uh, Psalms 61 and 62 and 63, when David was out in the wilderness in a time of uncertainty, and he's calling out to the Lord, looking for a place of stability in Psalm 61. He's waiting on the Lord in Psalm 62, and then he's longing for the Lord in Psalm 63. And I think you'll be encouraged by that. But we're going to go and continue in Matthew starting this Sunday. We we start at Matthew right before uh, we uh, went to online streaming and we couldn't meet here. And so we're going to continue to do that. And so I'd love for you to join us at 930 in our live stream service. And then we post it for you to be able to watch it at your convenience. And we'll be doing Matthew. We'll be in Matthew chapter 3 this week as we're going to be looking at the baptism of Jesus. So hope you can join us for that. Well, give me a call. we got all open lines. Love to hear from you. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. We're going to go to break. Grab one of those open lines. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to Calvary Live. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. So glad that you've tuned in today. We want to be a blessing to you, so give me a call. we got open lines at 303-690-3000. And that is the number to call. Love to hear from you and have you call in and and be blessed as we talk about the things of the Lord. So 303-690-3000. want to welcome all the listeners listening in on Grace FM. Those of you on the East Coast, we're praying for you during this time as well as uh, you are going through um, the same thing we are here in Colorado, and, and that is with the stay-at-home order in much of our listening area on Hope and Truth FM. And uh, we're going to keep praying. We are going to be praying for our nation, for our communities. Uh, here in Weld County, we've been hit hard with the COVID-19. Uh, matter of fact, I was listening on uh, Thursday night, I believe, when I went home and I was listening to the news. And the top three stories in Colorado uh, on the COVID-19 was right here in Greeley, uh, where I am at and broadcasting from, and in Weld County. Uh, concerning a nursing home where uh, lives were lost. 14 uh, people have passed away from the COVID and also the JBS plant, and we're praying for all those that have worked in that plant um, and are getting tested right now. And then also uh, with the story with uh, some of the deputies in the J- uh, at Well County Sheriff's Office that tested positive and some other news surrounding that. And uh, we're praying for you guys, our first responders, We are praying for uh, you as you're out protecting our community, serving our communities. We thank you so much for that. Also, we are praying for the medical community. We need to keep praying for them uh, as they have very bravely and very, um, you know, uh, uh, with their dedication uh, are serving those 
who are sick and treating them. We need to pray for the nurses and doctors and support staff and all those who are working in nursing homes, those are who are working in the hospitals and medical clinics. We thank you, thank you so much uh, for uh, your dedication and your service. Those of you who are stocking grocery store shelves, uh, those of you who are driving supplies and, and delivering supplies and, and food to people, we thank you so much. Continue to do it. We're praying for you. Uh, somebody had uh, a caller uh, that uh, wanted to remind uh, folks, didn't want to be on the air, that a cheerful heart is good medicine, which it is. And, you know, the Lord desires to give us a cheerful heart as we look to him and to rest in his love and to rest in his promises and that he's going to see us through and he's with us. But also suggest that if others could howl at 8 o'clock every night, and that's for our, our support of those in the, in the medical, why can't Christians worship at 7 p.m. every night? And, and I think that um, we need to remember that we have reason to worship and we want to be praying for those in the community that are helping out so much. So, Father, we do ask that you would pray. We just pray for help. We pray that you would minister to those who are in the hospitals, those of you who are in the ICUs, uh, treating patients right now that are fighting for their lives. We pray for those who are in the nursing homes uh, and, and serving there, those who are in any medical field that are on the front lines of this, our first responders, uh, our law enforcement, our paramedics, firefighters that are still out there in the community. We pray for those who are serving those in the grocery stores and at Sam's and, and Costco's and, and those who are, are serving in places where people have need. Um, and I also pray for those who are delivering food. We just pray for those um, that are out there for protection. And I just want to ask, Lord, that you would take this virus and begin to um, heal our land, heal our state, heal our nation, the world. And during this pause, that it would be a pause uh, to where we look to you and and see you work. And it would be evident that you are working. And Lord, we just lift all this up to you in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. Hey, let's go to Maryland where Betty Jane is online too. Hi, Betty Jane. Betty Jane, you there? Okay, it sounds like she dropped. Betty Jane, she um, needs prayer for her roommate. And um, so uh, she doesn't feel safe. And uh, so she wants prayer for that. Father, we do pray for Betty Jane as she's in a difficult situation and, and with her roommate. Lord, whatever's going on, I just pray for her protection. I pray that you would uh, uh, just um, put a covering over her, uh, that, um, Lord, you would work. We don't know all that's going on, but, Lord, we just lift this all up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Betty Jane, are you there? Are you back? I am. I'm here. I'm sorry we lost you, but we started praying for you, and you said you need that. prayer. Yeah, for your roommate, and we can continue the prayer. Um, but sure. uh, just want to get you back on the line. So, um, but yeah. you need prayer concerning roommate issue, and I'll let you go yeah, ahead. Yeah, she's, um, she's really becoming psychotic, and I, you know, she's really worse than 
I can't live with her, and I have to move. I may have to go to an Airbnb, which is very expensive. I have to pay for a uh, early lease termination. You know, I have to pay my rent every month for the months that I leave, and it's a very complex set of circumstances. And I've tried to be kind to her and helpful, and I just she just is very paranoid about me. Uh, being there, which, uh, you know, okay. it could be anybody. I mean, I understand that, but. Yeah, it, it sounds it's like. It's a really tricky situation. So. Well, let's, let's pray again. Let's continue to pray as Father Betty Jane needs this, and it's it's hard. And uh, so her situation, she's desiring for it to change where she can feel safe. And, Lord, you know all the circumstances, and I pray that you provide for that. And, Lord, that you would just, again, bring protection and a covering and be a place of safety for Betty Jane, provide for her. Lord, I pray that you'd minister to her roommate. Lord, that you would just minister to her heart, bring peace to the situation, bring calmness, uh, bring comfort to her. Lord, work in her. Lord, right now, even as we speak, and we just lift this whole situation and Betty Jane up to you and her roommate, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Okay, Be praying thanks. for you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye now. All right. 303-690-3000. Maybe you need prayer. I know there's people out there you need prayer, um, and you just uh, want to be able to call in. We'll be happy to pray for you and to minister to you in that way. So give me a call. I'd love to talk to you uh, on that. So another caller was asking about um, whether or not Donald Trump, a question that came in, and, and was a modern-day Jehu uh, trying to reform politics in the country, doing away uh, with abortion, et cetera, things like that. Um, I, uh, and that's Dwayne in Pennsylvania, I believe. Hey, Dwayne, um, Jehu, as we read from the book of, uh, of Judges, Jehu was one of the uh, good kings that came on the scene. Uh, Donald Trump has um, the president making decisions and stuff. He has been a pro-life president, and uh, we know that uh, that he continues to be. And uh, also was very blessed uh, at uh, his uh, blessing, Easter blessing and proclamation. Um, so um, we need to be praying for our president. And uh, I don't know if he's trying to reform politics, uh, but I I believe that um, that he has some Christians that surround him, Vice President Pence, uh, the Secretary of State Pompeo's a, a strong Christian, other leaders, and we just need to pray for them, pray that they seek the Lord in the decisions that need to be made. And they got some, the president said that in the coming week or two, that he's going to have to make the most difficult decision that he's ever had to make. So we want to pray for wisdom. We are told in uh, in First Timothy chapter two that we're to pray for our leaders and for our kings, and that's what I want to remind us. We need to pray for our governors, as uh, the governor of your state, as they're making decisions for the governor here in Colorado. We pray uh, for our leaders, for our police chiefs and mayors and uh, health leaders. Father, we do that. We just pray for our president. We pray for our vice president. Mike Pence, as is, is he's overseeing this coronavirus task force, 
We pray for wisdom and decisions, very important decisions that are coming up. And some of the governors, uh, when to begin to lift restrictions, when to try to get the economy going. I know it's a fine balance. I pray that they get good counsel uh, from the health leaders and experts. They would consider it. But, Lord, we just pray that you would just intervene, that you would work. And, Lord, um, that uh, we just commit it all to you. Um, And as Christians, uh, that we would be ones that are on our knees praying for our nation, praying for the church, uh, praying uh, for healing. And so, Lord, work. Show yourself strong on their behalf. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So continue to pray. We need to continue to pray for leaders, especially more than ever in the days in which we are living in. 303-690-3000. Love to hear from you. Got plenty of time for a question or for a prayer request. The text line is 720-336-0897. The text question has come in. Hi, Pastor. Does the government know about the Antichrist? What do you think? Thank you. It's a good question. We know that the Antichrist will come on the scene uh, when the tribulation period starts, and he will be a world leader. Uh, One of the things that we'll talk about on Wednesday night in the Prophecy Update is that the events that we're seeing around us uh, is um, making calls from... uh, world leaders and others for a one-world government or more of a one-world economic system. We know that that's going to be in place in the tribulation period as the Antichrist will come on the scene. He'll rise out of this confederation of nations of kings that is spoken of in Daniel chapter 2 and chapter 7. He will come out of this revived Roman Empire, and he's going to be a world leader. He will be a political leader. Uh, The world's looking for a miracle man right now. And it's interesting that the former prime minister of Britain uh, blatantly said a week or two ago that we need a one-world government. And there are those who are calling for, you know, the world to come together economically, politically, uh, so we can keep track of people, we can monitor things. Uh, And I think we're going to see a movement towards that more and more. And I know that there's a debate about government and um, its role in all of that, and certainly we are watching it. But uh, we see these things that are being talked about in the Scriptures that are right before us, and it shouldn't surprise us that there are calls for more of a one-world government because there is going to be a world leader that will come on the scene, and he is going to be as I said, a political leader, an economic leader. He's going to be a military leader, and he's also going to be a religious leader because there's going to be a time where he will proclaim himself as God and to be worshipped as God uh, as he will go into that temple in Jerusalem at that time and proclaim himself as God. And he's going to command the world to worship him, and those who do not worship him will take the mark um, that do not worship him cannot buy or sell, those who do not take uh, the mark of the beast or make their allegiance with him. So we're headed in that direction. Bible indicates it very clearly. Whether our government knows about it or not, I don't know. Uh, but I'm sure that those who are Christians, perhaps that are in different levels of government, perhaps have heard of that, and it'd be interesting to know. 
303-690-3000 is the number to call. 720-336-0897 is the text line. And I'm being um, informed that it continues to be a 24-hour per line now. So anytime you can uh, text in at 720-336-0897 and and give a prayer request. And pastors are going to be praying for you and will respond to you. Um, Love to do that. And so be sure to use that prayer line that is open 24-7. Let's go to Denver. Leslie's on line one. Hi, Leslie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Um, good. I just have a question. I, a couple of years ago, I started writing my prayers down because my mind wanders a lot when I'm praying. Mm-hmm. And um, it just helped me stay focused while I was praying. And then um, late last year, my friend um, for Christmas actually bought me a prayer journal. And um, so I started journaling more, my prayers. Um, But I was just wondering, is that the same as, like, actually sitting and speaking to God? I still do that, um, but I'm very consistent in my prayer journal. And um, I still would say that I talk to God on a daily basis, but I don't get in-depth with my conversation to Him as I do as, like, journaling with Him. And I'm writing it in the form in the prayer journal, it's less of a letter to God um, or like a right. prayer to God, but it's just like listening. And usually I'll pray through that um, multiple times, but uh, right. I'm just wondering if it's the same thing. It may not exactly be the same thing, but I think journaling is a wonderful thing um, in what you're doing. Uh, uh, I encourage people to do that. I encourage people to, you know, at times where um, they they need to hear from the Lord, uh, at times where they're feeling down and discouraged, that, you know, if you can go take a walk, and I know it's cold right now, but, um, you know, in the warmth of the springtime or, you know, get into a place where it's quiet and take your Bible and take a pen and a pad and the things that the Lord perhaps is putting on your heart to be able to write those things down. The greatest journalist, um, one who journaled, was David. And I, I read those Psalms, and, you know, he was pouring out his heart before the Lord. So in a sense, he's worshiping, definitely. He's praying to the Lord. He's calling out to the Lord. Lord, when my heart is overwhelmed, I cry out to you. Um, lead me to the place that is higher than I. That's He's praying through that. He's writing these words down. So um, it may not be exactly in the same as getting on your knees and really, you know, speaking to the Lord with your heart, but I think it is praying. I think it's worshiping. I think it's wonderful. And as you said, you can write your thoughts down and you can pray through it and you can get in detail. And I would encourage you to keep doing that. Okay. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I think it's wonderful. And I would encourage more people. I think especially, and Leslie, you bring up something that I think will be a help to many that are out there right now that in a time of idleness, because for me, um, I know my mind wanders, and it it's going in different places, and I get easily distracted. But I'm really have beginning to to discover that when I, I sit and I begin to write my thoughts down, it really helps me. And it, it helps me kind of put it together and put it in words. 
And I've done that in writing notes. I've done that in, in writing a blog. I got uh, a blog that some uh, that I was writing another article today. It really helps me, and it may not be journaling in a sense that, um, you know, I got a, a prayer journal and a book, but in a way it is for me. And I, I love to be able to write. I love to be able to write down some some verses because there's something about when I write it on paper, I remember it. So I think it's it's a great thing that you're doing. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. You are welcome so much. You take care, Leslie. You okay. too. Okay. Okay, God bless you. 303-690-3000 is the number to call that text line, which is a 24-hour prayer line now, 720-336-0897. Um, let's go to Shantae on line one. Hello. Shantae. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing good. You healthy? Um, yes, I'm doing good to, you know, just hanging on there, you know, praying. Um, but I wanted to call and ask for prayers for my mom for Desiree Medina. Um, okay. so next month she, they're doing a procedure on her and, um, yeah, they're doing a procedure on her. And um, they told her, like, you know, we they can't we went to different emergencies and stuff, and they can't find out what she has in her stomach, and it's a bowl, and every time she lays down or sits up or something, it comes out, you know? So next okay. month she goes in for a procedure, um, but they told her, you know, we want to check it out. Like, but okay. they said it could be cancer. So I just wanted to lift her up in prayer, you know, because Absolutely. you really do serve God. We serve Him to the fullest. We do yeah. Bible study every day. We serve Him. <clears throat> so I just wanted Good. to pray for her. Absolutely, Desiree. Father, I just pray uh, for Shantae's mother, Desiree. Lord, I just pray for her for her physical well-being. Lord, she she has problems and stomach problems and something going on. I pray right now that you would touch her, that you bring healing to her, and Lord, that um, that you would take the pain away, the 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 problem away. We know that you are Almighty God, and um, Shantae and her, and they have faith in you. And we know that we can call out to you in time of need. And Lord, if it comes to a time where the procedure comes, that Lord, that you be with the doctors and all the medical team, that um, they would be able, if you choose to use them to bring healing, that you would, and they'd be able to get some answers. And Lord, that you bring healing through that procedure that um, Desiree would come through um, that procedure. Um, Lord, just seeing you work, uh, bring in physical healing. But Lord, I just pray also for this family that you bring spiritual comfort and assurance that you love them and that you're with them. And so, Lord, you care about every area of our lives. And I pray that you would just work in their lives, work in Desiree, bring in healing to her, bring in comfort to her, bringing strength to her in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, hey, Pastor. You bet. Hey, Shantae, will you keep us updated? Okay. Yes, I will keep you guys updated. Um, I actually, I don't know if you got time, but I was going to say if you could say it one more time so she could hear it on the radio. You know what? Is, is she listening right now? Yeah, I'm going to go tell her put it on. Okay. One. Wait. Shantae, you there? 
I was going to tell her she can listen on the podcast. It's a good reminder that you can listen to all the Calvary Lives on the podcast. And um, and certainly um, you can go back and there's an archive of those Calvary Lives that uh, are on the webpage. I know Grace FM webpage, uh, but it's on the podcast. You can listen to it. And, um, and uh, so uh, anyway, Desiree... Um, she can hear that and um, and that how she needs prayer. So I don't know if we got Shantae on or, or what, but if she comes back, we'll pray again. Uh, but 303-690-3000 is the number to call. 720-336-0897 is the text line, and it is a 24-hour prayer line, and love for you to um, pray and um, uh, pray for you in this prayer request. Uh, we just got one. Uh, my name is Jason. I have a really big job interview on Thursday morning, and he's unemployed, and he's asking for prayer and for wisdom. So let's do that. Father, we do pray that uh, you would just be with Jason as he has a big job interview. It's so important, especially in the day in which we are in, where so many have lost their jobs, millions of people in our nation. Um, so I pray that you would, Lord, um, just give him wisdom in this interview um, and that you would open up these positions and that will allow him to move closer to his family back east. Lord, I just pray that you would minister to him, work that you would um, just, Lord, just guide him and direct him. And we just lift up this this job interview for him. And Lord, that you just give him a peace and, and he would know that, that you care for him and that you would guide him, provide for him, and Lord, we just, if it's your will, that you would provide this job for him. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, I wanted to read to you, I, I was wanting to read to you at the beginning of the the uh, broadcast, uh, but I wanted to read to you from Jeremiah chapter 17. And on Wednesday nights, after this Wednesday night, after we do the prophecy update, then we're going to go back to the book of Jeremiah. And we'll be in chapter 15, uh, going into chapter 16. But in chapter 17, I think there's a real uh, wonderful verse for us in a day in which we are living in. And it reads, Blessed, this is chapter 17 of Jeremiah, verse 7, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river. And will not fear when he comes, but if the leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. And so that's a wonderful promise for us. And I just um, want to read that. We don't have to fear. Uh, but as we're establishing the Lord and as we're trusting in the Lord, he wants us to be established like a tree planted by the waters, a tree that is very healthy and green. And we don't have to be anxious in the year of drought. And right now, we're in a drought, aren't we? Um, but the Lord desires to refresh us and renew us and to strengthen us. And he desires to produce fruit in our lives. And so uh, he still wants to work and use us and to use you. And I know right now is that we're probably a lot of us that are listening. We're tired. Uh, we are uh, frustrated. Uh, and perhaps feeling a little anxious, but know this, that the Lord's not through with you. He's not through with me or the church, and he wants to work, and he wants to strengthen you as we go to him. 
And so let's end the program by praying for that. I want to pray for Desiree. She's listening. I hope you are, Desiree, once again. Father, as we continue to pray for Desiree, who's going to have a procedure listening, I pray that she would know that you love her and that you would bring healing to her. And for all of us that right now that need to be encouraged and strengthened, that as we trust in you, your word says our hope is in you and we will be established by you. We will be strengthened by you and that you desire to produce fruit in our lives, and that you would do that. Even in a season of drought, in the season where we become fearful, we don't have to fear when the heat comes. And in the heat of this situation, that we would know that you're with us, and you love us, your promises are true for us. I pray you bless all our listeners right now, and you know their needs, you know their anxiety, you know uh, perhaps the fears, you know the the loneliness, um, uh, that comes with everything, and I just pray that you would, Lord, um, that you would just bless in every way um, those who are listening. So God bless you, um, and um, just want to um, encourage you that the Lord is working, uh, he's ministering, uh, he is, uh, man, I just... I just want to encourage us, don't lose heart. Keep heart. Uh, keep close to him. This is a time where the Lord wants for us to draw close to him and to show us new things and to show that he loves us and he's still working in our lives and he still is with us. And the glorious plan that he has before us uh, is going to unfold. So don't forget about the live stream teaching 7 o'clock Wednesday night, calvarychapelgreeley.org. The prophecy update is we're going to be talking about the signs of the end and the signs that we see around us. And it's going to be encouraging and a blessing. Tell others about it. Love for you to join us. Thank you for those of you who have called in. Looking forward to being with you tomorrow on Calvary Live. God bless you. And may you just be blessed in every way. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.